All righty then. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Motorcycle racing on the ice. Dudes, I won't even get on a motorcycle uh, on a city street in, in the summertime. That's just one of my... Uh, uh, just one of my things. But, I mean, if, if, if I could, I'd think nothing of going up in a single-engine fixed-wing aircraft, flying it. Of course, I have to have somebody with me now to do that, but uh, that's, that's one thing. A lot of people wouldn't do that, but you could get on your motorcycle. So, you know, we all have our things that we like uh, that can be uh, a little bit risky. I have to work with uh, Josh Schmidt every day, which is very risky indeed. Anyway, um, welcome to the program. I've never done this topic before that I'm about to introduce, so I hope it doesn't suck. It shouldn't suck. It should be good. In other words, I should get a lot of phone calls on this. It's it's virgin territory for me. I'm not real. Yeah, that's not that's not really my thing. But this this is um, virgin territory for me as far as a talk show topic is concerned. And sometimes what happens is, you know, when you're home and you're just like scrolling through the cell phone and you see an article and you read the article and you move on. But when I'm scrolling through my cell phone, I see an article and I think, could I turn that into a show? And then I'll screenshot it for a future date. And this is one of those things that I came up with. Um, I discovered this on a, uh, I don't even know why it was sent to, uh, I, I don't know how this made my news feed, but it's a, uh, it's a website called Twisted Sifter. Uh, get it? Not Twisted Sister, the band, but Twisted Sifter, as in sifting flour. Um, and, and this is kind of cool. 13 people share the non-negotiable rules in their households. 13 people share the non-negotiable rules in their households. Well, before we get into what other people have to say, um, I will tell you what I have been reduced to in my um, private life. Whenever I go to a certain someone's house, I um, have to do one thing the minute I walk in the door, and another thing within 20 seconds of walking in the door. The first thing, the first rule that I have to follow when I go to her house, shoes off. As if I have just walked through a barnyard full of excrement. Shoes off. Like, I didn't step in anything. Doesn't matter. Shoes off. And then, here at Odyssey Buffalo, standing by the men's room facilities, I realized why taking shoes off is a good idea and why Paulie Walnuts always washed his hands after touching his shoelaces. Great soliloquy on that, by the way, in The Sopranos. So shoes off is rule number one. Rule number two, what do you think this is? 20 seconds after I get in the house, after I've taken the shoes off, rule number two, wash my hands. Now, I'm sorry. I think we've been through this before recently. I'm a believer in the. Um, I, I'm a believer in having to work out your immune system. I'm a believer in wanting to expose myself to a certain level of germs, viruses, etc., because I want the body to be able to fight them off. In other words, I don't want to live in an ultra sterile situation. 
I don't think that is particularly healthy. But being that I'm the man, I can't win in this argument, okay? So, yes, the hands get washed. By the way, rule number three, if we ever stay overnight somewhere, um, of, of, of well, yeah, uh, if we ever stay overnight somewhere or on a nerd's cruise or something like that, um, it, it's hilarious because the first thing that gets done on entering, let's say, a cruise ship cabin, she brings out the Clorox wipes, everything gets wiped down. The door handles, the light switches, all of the things that probably the cleaning staff never has touched ever. All right, that's probably not a bad idea. All right, door handles, light switches, uh, lamp switches, anything that people's hands have been on, uh, they, you know, they, they, it gets it gets Clorox wiped right off. So yeah, she's a bit of a um, she's she's a bit of a a, a, a germ freak. When it comes to uh, that kind of stuff, I'm not quite that bad because I just have a different uh, I have a different take on things. But again, I'm the man. I'm going to lose the argument every time. So it's just you know you you pick you pick your battles in life. And frankly, that's just not a ba- uh, battle that I'm willing to uh, that I'm willing to uh, to uh, engage in. Now, what I find hilarious though is despite the fact that she's got to wipe everything down. She'll get into a hot tub with people we don't know. Now, I realize there are heavily chlorinated hot tubs, okay? I get that. But somebody once referred to a hot tub as human soup. And I've never quite been able to look at a hot tub in quite the same sexy way since then as somebody who called in with that particular expression. Hot tub soup. Just unbelievable. And I got to watch hot tubs because of other reasons, but germs just just ain't one of them. It's, it's so heavily chlorinated, it doesn't matter. But anyway, um, these are some of the rules that I have to follow, okay? You know how I say I'm a prisoner of the clock? Okay, well, I'm a prisoner of, of Mrs. Nerd when it comes to these situations. Again, what can I say? What can I say? Uh, she's simply so pure and unsullied in every way. Um, But here are some rules on the Twisted Sifter website, non-negotiable rules for your household. Non-negotiable rules for your household. Um, And before I get into these, um, I might have struck some chords with some of you. And the uh, phone number to call, if you want to either explain your rules or maybe bitch about some of the rules, maybe your ex had rules that you simply could not follow. And maybe some of those rules were absolute deal breakers in a relationship, which I, I certainly could see. Because, look, if I said, no, I'm wearing my shoes into your house, I'm not taking them off. Oh, yeah, and I'm not washing my hands. Um, game over. Game over. Okay? Tilt, done, by adios. I'll write nasty things about you on Facebook. I mean, you know, one of those things. But other people here, uh, let's see. Do you follow this rule? No outside clothes on the bed no outside clothes on the bed i've seen people lying on their beds wearing their shoes it gives me nightmares okay never first of all if you operate on the premise that shoes are taken off in the hall which by the way i follow in my own house 95 percent of the time 
I mean, sometimes they just walk outside, take the garbage out, forget the garbage can, and you know, come back to the kitchen and grab it. But usually, the, the, the shoes come off uh, the minute I walk into the house, so I'm I'm house trained in, in that regard. But I, I cannot imagine anybody sleeping in a bed with shoes on. Are, is everybody in agreement on that one? That that just should not happen. Never should happen. Um, number two, my house is your house. I'll show you around, show you where everything lives. First time you come around, you'll get food and drink brought to you. After that, if you're back round, get whatever you want. Treat the place as your own. I, I don't quite understand that one. Um, you get served the first time, but after that, you get your own stuff. Uh, is that really a non-negotiable rule in a house? Uh, here's the next one. Speak English. Whoa. Well, the author of this piece has an explanation. I live in China. My daughters go to school in Chinese, speak to their friends in Chinese, watch Chinese shows, do Chinese homework, etc. I don't want them to forget the English they grew up using naturally. As far as I think, a language will only truly be retained if it's useful. So I don't know that that one is going to be a real big one of listeners to this show, uh, most of whom speak German, I'm sure. Uh, here's rule number four. Be nice to my dog. Okay, this is huge. Love me, love my dog. If you're mean to my dog or you don't like her, you will not be invited back. She's a shy, sweet rescue who deserves the world. Going through a list here of non-negotiable rules for the household because I want to know what your non-negotiable rules are. Here's another one from TwistedSifter.com. You don't get to hug my kids if they don't want to hug you. I don't care if you're the grandparent or what. Okay, that makes that makes sense. You don't want to make your kid hug somebody they don't want to hug. Told you the story about my grandfather's wake and my very bubbly great aunt coming up to me, and she was so energetic, she scared me. And I, I was not a shy little boy. I literally ran behind my mother, and I said, I, I want to go to the other grandparents' house, please. No, she was like over the top. And even, even today, when people are over the top, when I first walk into some place, I, I just I freak a little bit because I, I, I need a few minutes to adjust to the vibe of any given environment into which I walk. I don't think that's unusual. You know, you got to get into the vibe, got to get into the, you got to see what's going on, see what's in the air tonight, Phil Collins. Going over a list of non-negotiable rules for households. Um, here's another one. Whoever has the higher standard for a chore does that chore. When I do the dishes, I do the dishes. When my wife does the dishes, she does the dishes, makes coffee, and wipes down the counter. Okay. When my wife sweeps, she gets the major areas. When I sweep, I move all the furniture and toys, then sweep every room, under every bed, then spot mop, then vacuum all the rugs and carpeted areas. So this guy is a glutton for punishment, so he does that chore. Oh, put there, here's here's an unusual one I think. Put the lid down on the toilet, not the seat, the lid. We have shelves by the toilet, and I don't know how many things jumped into the toilet. I think what this person might be trying to say is 
They don't know how many things have jumped from the toilet onto the toothbrush during the flushing process. Saw an article last week. Some doctor said, if you have your toothbrush by your toilet and your toilet is flushed, the chances are there are certain particles of things that are unmentionable on your toothbrush every time you brush your teeth. Uh, okay. I mean, we're still alive, right? We're still alive. Um, ceiling fans stay on 24-7, 365. See, this rule runs counter to everything that we heard when we were kids, does it not? Turn the light off. You trying to make the electric company rich? I mean, you know, you've sometimes admitted as a parent, you pulled into your driveway, especially on a long winter night where it's long dark by the time you get home from work and your house is lit up like Tokyo at night. Yeah, that can be a little frustrating. Uh, this one deals with cats. I have timid cats. Leave them alone. If they come up to you, fine. Don't be chasing them around the house, trying to pet them or pick them up. You won't be invited over ever again. All right. Well, look, that's just that's just basic logic. If, if there's a timid cat in the house, the cat knows the house better than you know the house. You will never find the cat, ever. Um, I have a dear friend, uh, Debbie, as in Debbie's basement, and she has two very scaredy cats. And as much as I enjoy cats, I don't think I've ever seen the things. I, I, I know she's got them because the toys are there, but I, I've never really seen them. Um, it's kind of, kind of weird. Uh, another one here, you'd better replace it. If you take a cold one from the fridge, you replace it with one from the box on the porch. And if there are no beers left, you go to the store and get more immediately. This is our main house rule that I've had to follow since I was a little kid. Okay, well, that also means that you have to have extra stuff in storage somewhere. I don't know how many people can afford to do that anymore, but that's another story. Um, one side of the kitchen sink stays empty. We have one of those two-basin stainless sinks, and it drives me absolutely bonkers when I have to remove and stack dishes just to get water to make coffee. All right, one side of the sink always empty. Well, the other way you could look at that is the dishes never stay in the sink. A, they get washed right away and then in the drying rack, or they go in the dishwasher. D dishes in the sink, not a good look. Um, here's a, a two more that I'm going to share with you from this article. If a TV is on, your phone volume should be set to zero or wear headphones. Same goes with any other electronic devices. There are few things more annoying than volume wars in the living room. And one more, don't even think about putting my knives or pans in the dishwasher. I will happily hand wash them myself. These are um, non-negotiable rules for somebody's house. So as you uh, ponder all of these things. Now, some of them made sense. Some of them seem a little bit out there, frankly, to me. A couple of them were kind of not even understandable. But maybe it's a, a Chinese thing. I, I don't know. Maybe it's a cultural thing that I'm just not seeing. I you know, may, might have uh, 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 an inability to grasp some of the things that are a concern because of cultural differences. I don't know. But, okay, in, in your life, what are some of the rules that are absolutely non-negotiable that you impose on your kids and you have imposed on your spouses or your significant others. 
And one of the things, kids, that your Uncle Tom is going to share here, for men out there, if the lady in your life has non-negotiable rules, you follow the non-negotiable rules. The shoes go off immediately. The hands get washed immediately. And just humor her in a place where you're staying with her wiping everything down with Clorox. Just humor her. Pretend it's all good. Uh, that's what I got. Um, what non-negotiable rules do you have in your house that your kids and your significant other have to follow? This should be interesting. Should be good. 803-0930. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. Now, back when I had cats, one of the rules was, if you're allergic to cats, probably don't want to come in. Or if you do, you probably want to take a Benadryl because there is cat hair. No matter how much you vacuum, no matter how much you dust or sweep, there's going to be cat hair. Um, I used to be horribly allergic to cats. I'd walk into a place with a cat and... My eyes would have, uh, yeah, it was pretty ugly. 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. All right, welcome. It is Powerly News Radio 930, WBEN. Okay, gang, now I uh, I need your help. I went through a list of uh, rules, the uh, absolutely inviolable rules of various households, and I want to know what inviolable rules that you and your significant other uh, do have. <clears throat> or perhaps the rule that you violated that got the uh, relationship uh, in which you found yourself over maybe before you even uh, started. 803-0930 is the phone number, 803-0930, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Uh, I think, obviously, I mean, this this wasn't in the list. I mean, I'm surprised. Leaving the toilet lid down all the time uh, was on the list, but there was nothing about raising the seat and, and lowering the seat. I mean, we did a show, no, didn't do a whole show, we did, uh, I think, an hour or so of a show on uh, should men sit to pee um, because of um, aiming errors and forking streams and things like that. But, you know, typically, well, that would that would take care of the problem right there. See, if men had to sit, then there would be no issue to begin with, right? And there might be some issues, uh, thinking about the mechanics of this. But anyway, um, do you have rules in your household like the shoes come off before anybody walks in the house. Does your husband, wife, children, do they have to wash their hands within 15 seconds, 20 seconds of entering the house every single time they enter the house? Because kids are nothing, well, kids are wonderful and lovely and beautiful, but they're also, um, let's face it, walking mountains of disease, bacteria, and virus. Kind of comes with the territory of uh, being a kid. And I think more kids ought to be exposed to to uh, vaccines. I think more kids ought to be exposed to uh, to to some of the things that strengthen their immune systems. Personally, that's just a personal thought. I have no idea if it has any grounds in medical science. I know there are some doctors who uh, share my view, but uh, what the ultimate answer is, I uh, I haven't a clue. Um, sleeping on the couch. Okay, does anybody out there have a rule 
about not sleeping on the couch. In other words, if you're so tired that you're going to fall asleep on the couch, you are going to go into bed. Is that a rule in your place? Okay. Now, in your house, who... Okay, does anybody make the bed anymore? Just kind of curious. But who has to make the bed? Is it the person who does it the best, or is it the last person out of the bed? Because, um, and you know, that, that also, by the way, in itself, is a very interesting subject as far as the way we live. Because I'm going to confide something in you. I never really saw much point to making the bed. My theory was always, look, and, and this goes back to working in the morning, when I'd be up very early in the morning, come home every afternoon, take a two-hour nap, and then be back and at them for the evening. But um, I always thought making the bed was a tremendous waste of time because I like to use every minute to the best possible advantage I possibly can. So getting up out of bed I don't bother making it because I know it's just going to get all dirty again. Or not not dirty. I know it's going to get all uh, disheveled again. Disheveled is the word I was looking for. Um, I, I never understood the whole making the bed thing. Yeah, it looks nice. But if you're the only person who sees it, what difference does it make? Uh, I, maybe it's a personal pride thing for some people. Maybe it was the way you were brought up. I don't know. I could just never get into making the bed every day. Just uh, kind of a, to me, is one of those waste of times things. I mean, you straighten it out a little bit, but as far as having it military made, bouncing a quarter off of it, everything perfectly tucked underneath the pillows, yeah, no, I, I don't think so. Uh, yet some of you, and here's another household rule, how many of you iron the sheets, ironing the cover sheet? And do you know at this point in, in life, I'm embarrassed to admit this, I still don't know how to fold the fitted sheet, you know, the cover sheet of the mattress. They're impossible to fold. I don't think it can be done. I think it is absolutely an impossibility. And there is another article that I saw today about skills that uh, boomers have that millennials see no use for. And one of those is ironing. And some people, man, they are absolutely nuts about ironing. But with the dress of today's society becoming more, shall we say, casual and less formal, there are a lot of millennial homes that don't even have an iron. And I'm going to admit something as a baby boomer. I don't have an iron in my home. Nope, I don't have an iron. I have a clothes steamer. Works better than an iron for me. Uh, and I love it. I love the clothes. It's great for getting out wrinkles. Oh, does it work well? Can't really do a bed sheet with it, but can do shirts, suits, make sure they're nice and spiffy and nice. What are the uh, inviolable rules of your household? Something as stupid as, uh, <clears throat> as doing the dishes. Something as stupid as doing the dishes. And see, this is something else I am not allowed to do. She will not allow me. No matter how helpful I want to be, she will not allow me to wash the dishes. She does a better job washing the dishes, and she's got these nice knives that I got her for Christmas, and, well, a few years ago, and um, I'm not even allowed to touch those knives, okay? I get the baby knives. She gets the good knives. I can't even touch them to wash the damn things. Seriously. Now, rules of the household 
can also go to the automobile. And one of the things that to me is it's kind of a deal breaker. This this would be a problem. A car that is obscenely messy. I mean, you've been in cars like this, right? Where you can't even get into the back seat because it is all filled with junk. Yeah. I mean, if if you've got a four-seater or five-seat car and three of those seats are just not even usable, that's a problem. I can't stand that. And I used to be very guilty of that in my younger days. Used to have newspapers stacked up in the back seat. I got over that. So now there's just a bunch of baseball caps in the back seat and uh, one very crumpled fedora. 803-0930 is the uh, phone number. What are the inviolable rules of your household? Something as stupid as uh, turning off the light. Something as stupid as the cap always goes back on the toothpaste. Something as stupid as you squeeze the toothpaste from the bottom of the tube. Um, Something as stupid as making sure the new bottle of shampoo is ready to go when the old one is going to die. You know, we've all got these these hang-ups uh, and these and these things that we uh, that we go through. What are the rules of your particular home? The ear, the 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 deal breaker rules of your home. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone. 1-800-616-WBEN. Let's go to uh, Sam in Blackrock. Sam, you are on. Are you a prisoner of rules, sir? Oh, no, sir. Not at all. I mean, I we have some established rules in our household, but if you're a if you if you're a guest in my house, I'm not going to make you abide by any rules. I mean, honestly, I mean, you should treat my house like you treat your own house. You know, you take your shoes off in the hallway and that sort of thing. But once that's over with, after two or three times, you know, come to my house, you're no longer a guest. You're more like family. And I'm not going to get you a beer out of the fridge after your third time at my house. You know where the fridge is at. You know where the beer is at. You're going to get it for yourself. But Uh, once that's over with, I mean... Do you do you live do you live alone or do you have a significant other in your life? Oh no, I am married, and we do have certain rules in and, the house. And, and what are your rules? Well, if you if you dirty it, you clean it. If you empty it, you fill it. Once if you if you empty the toilet paper roll, put it back on the roller. Oh, and it has to be it it it, it can't be it has to hang from the top too. Oh. Well, absolutely. For me, I don't care one way or the other. I mean, as long as it's there, I don't care which which way it's hanging. No, sir, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry, Sam. That is an unacceptable answer. Toilet paper hangs only from the top. <laughs> People who hang it from the bottom root for the Miami Dolphins, okay? Hey, I'm, I'm a plumber. So, I mean, either way, if it's, as long as it's there, I, it, it doesn't matter if it's from the bottom or from the top. But in <laughs> any event, there are, you know, if... See, there's one rule that I will not tolerate is that no smoking in my house because we're all non-smokers. Oh yeah. And and my my dad died from emphysema, and I I just will not tolerate smoking in my house. But 
there is a there is an exception. If your 89 year old grandmother is in your house and she's a smoker, I'm not going to make her go outside when it's zero degrees out to smoke a cigarette. I mean. Does that make sense or no? No, no. I, well, look, it, it's your preference, but I'm going to tell you something. Nobody smokes in my house. I don't smoke in my house. If I want a cigar or something, I smoke it outside. There, I don't like the smell of tobacco in the house. Your 89-year-old grandmother's two cigarettes she might have when she comes over, they're going to be in your clothes. They're going to be st- – the stink is going to hang all over you. Like when I went to school, in elementary school, my dad used to smoke Phillies blunts. Back when a blunt yeah. was really a blunt, okay? He used to a buy blunt, those things by the box. <laughs> yeah, and and I, and I must I realize now that going to school as a little boy, I must have smelled like cigars every bloody day. Oh yeah, no, I and I can tell I can tell a smoker from a non-smoker or from a non-smoking house, but that's the one thing that I really do not like is people smoking in the house. But like I said, there are you know there are some exceptions. I mean there there oh. are no inviolable rules. I mean some rules. You can negotiate a little bit here and there, but some rules, you know, are just should be inviolable. You should treat my house like you treat your own house. Of course, some people treat their own houses like I don't. I, I have no word to, to describe. Well, you're a plumber. I think you can come up with one, and they do treat their houses like that. That's that's correct. Um, now, as far as the as far as the clutter situation in your house, how bad is it? You are you cluttered? Are you not cluttered? Uh, no, no. My wife is my wife is like a, is clutter free. She cannot stand clutter. That I mean, is everything. so. Awesome. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you haven't used it in a week. Throw it out. Um, she's just she's she's like fanatical about clutter. Well, you know what? That's actually a good thing. And um, my my son asked my mom a few weeks ago, Grandma, how come your house is always so clean? And she said, that's because I never mess it up to begin with. And, and, and making the bed. See, my wife has to leave for work earlier than I do. So I'm kind of laying in the bed when she's still kind of up, taking a shower and stuff. And she will make the bed while I'm still laying in the bed. How is that even possible? Well, she does. She does it, and you <laughs> I hover. Say, Why are you making the bed when I'm when I got to get up and I got to get out of here? How are how are you going to make the? She says, "Well, I just want to make my side of the bed." Uh, apparently, oh. you levitate when you sleep, sir. Um, I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, Yogananda's got nothing on you. Um, great call, Sam. Uh, the smoking thing, by the way, that's got you know. I'm going to ask people: Do you let people smoke in your house? And and by the way, we're talking about cigarettes. How are you on weed? What if somebody wants to fire up a joint or a bowl in your house? Uh, smoking is still smoking, and then I've I've smoked a lot of weed in my life, and. You know, that's kind of up in the air right now, but smoking to me is still smoking and it's, yeah, that's, that's kind of, I'm not sure yet. That hasn't really been really uh, ascertained. 
Interesting. What are the inviolable rules of your house? And smoking in your house, acceptable or not? And if you make people go outside, you got to make sure you have something for them to put their butts in because what sucks is when you have somebody over who smokes and you make, go, make them go outside and you go outside and there's this trail of butts all over the place, they're a pain in the butt to clean up, no pun intended. Here's Barb in Lockport. You're on WBEN. Hi. Um, no smoking at our house for sure. But the thing that drives me and my husband, luckily, is if drawers and doors are left slightly ajar, just like that quarter inch instead of pushing it all the way tight. (laughs) We can't stand that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's little things, man. Little things make a big difference. Well, you know, you can catch some clothing on that door and rip the door off or hurt yourself. It really is important that it's shut. It's not just, you know, uh, because we're silly about it. But uh, also, it just makes a neater appearance in all the rooms that have cupboards. Um, This is true. Barb, I I need to ask you about bed making. Um, Okay. You strike me as the kind of lady who probably makes the bed to military precision every day. Uh, Well, it's made. (laughs) It's made. Um, because my husband and I both have CPAP machines, we don't sleep in the same room because of the, the noises and, you know, whatever. Uh, so he does, he kind of throws it together. Um, but there always is the option. Some people say you should always leave it open so it will be, it, any body moisture will dry out. I, I'm not sure that's a good idea or not, but I was raised to... Make my bed, so I make my bed. But no, you can't bounce any quarters off it. <laughs> Actually, you gave me a great excuse for not making my bed. Yeah, I want I want my sweat to evaporate into the air. I'm not being messy. Absolutely, but, just fold it nicely back. You know, so it yeah, looks yeah, yeah, that that yeah, that that does. It just you know put the sheets back in some kind of order, I suppose. Um, all right, so no cupboard must be partially open. Everything has to be fully shut. And I, I have to ask you. Uh, as a happily married woman, the clutter situation in your home, how bad is it? Uh, we keep a clean house, but we have a lot of hobbies, you know, like trains and, and different, different knickknacks and things that we collect. So for some people, that might look like clutter or all the tchotchkes to me because most of the stuff in our house, I'm 85, and so it's come down from generations, and I want to see it. I want, I want to be able to enjoy it. Otherwise, my mother said, if you're not going to enjoy it, get rid of it. So I've kind of gone with that rule. So there's a lot of, it's not absolutely clutter like coats thrown everywhere, but there are lots of things visible. Um, that's uh, that's very interesting. There's a way, there, there's definitely a way to pull that off. But uh, I, I, I worked with a lady named uh, Barbara Burns for many years. She's with the uh, U.S. Attorney's Office last I checked. And she had a rule called Ohio, only handle it once. Great rule. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I my love. See that, but I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Barb. Thank, thank you so much. I appreciate the call. All right. Have, uh, it, have a nice day. All right. My, uh, absolutely. You too. Um, we're already heading into hour four. I'm going to continue this because I love hearing about you guys and your little quirks. By the way, how many people have knickknacks? But I don't know anybody who has a paddywhack. Could never understand the song as a kid, and I don't understand it today. I know what a knickknack is. I've never seen a paddywhack. But um, anyway, yeah, I'm going to add a new wrinkle coming up into the next hour that I think you guys are going to like. But we've got some good talking points here. Uh, you know, how you hang toilet paper, it's got to be top over from the top, not from the bottom. 
Yeah. In fact, if I go to somebody's house and it's hanging from the bottom, I will actually reverse it. I will literally reverse it just to kind of show them the proper way to have toilet paper hanging. Um, Let's see. What else? Um, Well, if see, one of the rules for guests, too, and this applies to guys. Remember, we talked about the aiming issue before. And uh, the older you get, the less target precise you are. Make sure you uh, clean up after yourself. Because if I have somebody over and I walk into the bathroom and I step in something wet and I know I haven't been in there, I know what I'm stepping in and it's not a real good feeling. Okay? I'm sorry, but yeah. I like showers, not those kinds. I mean, from a dude. Anyway, it's uh, 4.57 at News Radio 930 WBEN. It's Bowerly, just walking up to the edge every now and again. Um, Stay with us. I've got a new wrinkle I'm going to add that you guys are going to freak out over in the 5 o'clock hour. You're going to love it. And many of you will lose respect for me. That's presuming you have any to begin with. And if you don't, I don't blame you. On News Radio 930 WBEN. Don't go anywhere.